Good morning, Hobo Sapiens. Uh, this is episode six. I'm in a churchyard in North Wales, in amongst the gnarled and glorious roots of a 4,000-year-old yew tree. Uh, it's amazing. I love the fact that there's a 4,000-year-old yew tree uh, stood next to a church that represents uh, a legend that's only 2,000 years old. You and your young religions. But this tree's here just doing its thing. It's amazing. It's old and wise. It's fantastic. There's, it's just a, it's all gnarled up and grotty, and it's sort of split in the middle. There's, there's no, there's no tree in the middle. You can stand right in the middle of it. It's really fantastic. It's all spread out all over the place, and there's old dead bits that were massive. So they must have been massive thousands of years ago. I don't know. It's just, it's just great. And people have been here. Obviously, it's been Halloween, and uh, they've left pumpkins and all sorts of. There's a there's a ribbon tied around a bit of it, and there's a a twenty p in one of the uh, one of the holes, and there's a oh it's just glorious, it's absolutely brilliant. What a thing, what an absolute thing! It's um it's album release day today, Yee-hee! everybody rejoice! This is uh the fourteenth album in seven years. And this one's Hobo Sapien. This one's called Hobo Sapien. Uh, along with the podcast, I've called everything Hobo Sapien in this six, in this six months. And that's really nice. It's, uh, I'm, I'm, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, this, this whole episode is me taking you through the album, so there's no interview on this particular episode. It's just, uh, it's just me going through the journey of the album. I won't tell you too much about it, because uh, there's a guy called Grant Sharkey who's just about to do that for you in a few minutes. <clears throat> um, uh, it's nice to be up here in North Wales. It's uh, it's the weather's been not bad. It's been a bit rainy, but it's okay. It's not been as bad as the rest of the country, and it's uh, the show's been good. Uh, what did I do? I started in Bournemouth, didn't I, on Halloween itself? I started in the Firkin Shed last week with um, oh, it's brilliant. Loads of anarchists and loads of people dressed as Boris Johnson. There was a, it was it was really funny. It was a really funny two-hour show. Uh, it was on the uh, cards where the set list is on cards and everyone picks the set list as we go. So it was a bit weird. Um, and, uh, but it was, it was very funny. Two hour show of getting up and down on chairs and stuff like that and, and sweating my ass off. Uh, and the people there were very kind and wonderful. Uh, so thanks very much for coming along to that one. Uh, and then I drove my friend Mike Dean to his house and then I pretty much came straight to Wales. Uh, and that took forever. The roads were all fucked. Uh, so I, it took me ages to get from from the south to North Wales. It took me about eight hours in the end with only one stop. But luckily I've got a tremendous bladder. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I just didn't think about it. Just uh, just got drive. Just driving. That's what I'm doing. That's what I do. And I got to Conwy up in North Wales um, about seven o'clock at night or so. Had some bargies, but I didn't review them because they weren't that good. Um, and then played a show where I was just stupidly tired, stupidly tired. And I, uh, it was it was quite a hard show anyway, um, just in terms of, you know, new place and new crowds and all that. And there was quite a transient crowd. So that some people would come in for one drink and then fuck off again. So that sort of, it kind of makes it hard to get some sort of glue to the whole show. Um, and when you're tired, it's really hard, really hard to do it. So, so I, I, it wasn't a struggle at all. It was, it was work. Um, 
but it was good fun and and some nice people turned up and and saw saw the show so thank you very much to you guys and that was it's really nice i really like the place the bluebell and conway's amazing actually it's got a really lovely vibe and ethos um conway itself is like a it's like a tourist town i suppose it's got a massive castle and um and there's lots of uh lots of like trinket shops and things like that but uh but the pubs themselves are are there for the locals and the locals know how to use the pubs that's for sure um so that was really good uh and then got back to clan Gernu here at about 1 30 in the morning went to bed absolutely nodded off um that was a, a very necessary sleep and then woke up hung out with neil and uh and helen and henry brown the dog uh henry brown who loves me uh he's uh he likes to he likes to lick me i think he fancies me but yeah he hasn't he hasn't got the balls to buy me a drink um uh so did that and then we went off to to scary's in Bangor uh and played a show there that was 2 hours long as well fuck me that was that was about 8000 calories burnt that was really really hardcore uh as a show that was really funny though um and the audience were brilliant they were really really good and the support bands were were Andy Beaumont um who sang his wonderful songs and he was accompanied by a saxophonist called Matt who was brilliant absolutely brilliant I'm always impressed with saxophonists I just I just don't know how they do it uh and and the Darvels as well who were funny and brilliant and well sung and just really nice uh so uh, that was a, a really nice show good audience lots of laughter it was great and then uh what have I got this week um, I'm on the radio tonight. This is my, I'm recording this on a Monday. I'm on the radio with Neil Crudd tonight. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, that goes on till quite late. I think that goes on till about half 11, maybe midnight. I don't know. But the plan is to drive south straight away, drive south and uh, hopefully be awake for when the, the album pops out into people's minds and heads and hopefully in your post box as well if you've ordered it. If you pre-ordered it, then uh, that's all been sent off. So I hope that's all arrived or not. Uh, let me know, and I'll I'll sort that out. But um, but yeah, if, if if they've arrived, then you're all good. I hope you're enjoying it. Um, yeah, it's 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 going to be a good week. I've got uh, Reading on Friday at the Rising Sun Arts Centre, um, which is a just a really friendly, wonderful place. It's the night's run by a guy called Mark Fawkes, who's a who's a nurse, um, and he's uh, just really good at sort of keying me up on what the NHS needs and all that. He's a really nice guy, um, and I love it. And the support is AF Harold, who's a poet, um, whom I love, and uh, and also Robert Hokum, who's playing as well with a sort of a blues stroke, sort of Indian type southeast asian type fusion vibe uh which I, I can't wait for so that's going to be really good that's five pounds on the door that one starts about eight i think and then uh and then it's the launch show on saturday the launch show for the whole album which is at the art house cafe in southampton uh that's going to be fun it always is fun that one it's it's looking like it's going to be a packed and varied audience uh by the number of tickets sold so thanks very much to everyone that's bought one so far um if you need one, I recommend doing it soon because uh, it may well uh, sell out, this one. Um, I don't sell out very many places. I'm, I'm quite comfortable with 
not being that guy. I don't ever sit there looking at numbers. I'd, life's too short. Play to the people in front of you. That's the rule, isn't it? That's when you get on a stage, you play to the people in front of you. Don't get upset. You just The people that have turned up, they're the ones who need the show. So they get in the show. Um, yeah, so that's, that's all right. I've already started work on the, the next album as well. I'd, if you didn't see, um, I, I basically put out a competition to say, just give me an album name and 10 song titles. And, uh, and Dave Jones won that. So the album's called UK Hun. Uh, so that's 1540. It'll come out in, oh, on May the 1st next year. Um, that's if we obviously have a planet left. Um, or a country. <laughs> Possibly. Who knows? The election's coming. The election's coming. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so I've already started work on that. This one's uh, coming out. I'm, I'm enjoying playing the songs from this one. I'm learning how to play the songs because I've, I've recorded some of them with, uh, with like a bass guitar. And when you're out there with a double bass on your own, you kind of got to learn how to do it differently and, you know, how to, what does the song need live? So, so I'm sort of learning how to do that. I think I'm, I think I'm getting there. I'm not scared of them anymore. And that's, that's a good thing. When you're slightly scared of your own songs, it makes it a bit harder. You close your eyes and just get through it. But when you're not scared of your song, you perform it. Yeah. You actually make eye contact and sell the jokes properly. So I've been enjoying that. It's been really nice to to play the new songs. Um, yeah, yeah. I hope you I hope you're doing doing your doing your thing all right. Uh, thanks again for all the uh, the responses. Oh, it seems like ages ago. Thanks again for all your responses to Lucy Hopkins' episode. Um, that was really nice. Thank you very much for writing in and and all the support on that. And obviously, I've started the uh, the Sharky Splendid Election bonus material for this podcast. Um, I don't think that's going to everywhere. I can't quite work. I'm, I'm not spending too much time worrying about it. I kind of just want to get the uh, get the thoughts out. We're starting off with the basics of, you know, sort of why we should vote and how to stay informed and what to trust and what not to trust. And and then it's going to build into a slightly more detailed idea of, of what this election's looking like. Um, I already know how I'm going to vote, but that's, that's just me. But I, I kind of want to... I want to put that human spin onto things. There's a lot of, there's a lot of bollocks. There's a lot of people saying they're not telling the truth, and you kind of need the grey area a bit. So that's that's sort of where my head lives. I can, I can navigate that part. So I've been doing that bit, but uh, I suppose until the next one of those, this is it. This is episode six of Hobo Sapien. Uh, it's me talking about. An album I wrote and <laughs> recorded. God, if you don't like my voice, this is um, not the episode for you. If you do like my voice, have at it. Have a great time listening to me talk about me playing my songs. What a fucking wank off this is. Uh, here you go. Episode six, Homo Sapien. <laughs> So hobo means someone who goes around working, uh, usually not very rich person, goes around from different places uh, or two different places 
and works, uh, which is sort of what I do. And Sapien is about being wise. It's about wisdom. And I like to think that this journey, I'm, I'm getting wiser and wiser. I'm starting to learn lessons. This, this album, which is the 14th in a series of 40, oh my God, um, is, it's been written in quite a tough year. I, I started the year with all the plans to have Man School come out and obviously make men better and, and have a, a hit Edinburgh show and <laughs> all those sorts of plans. Um, and then my mum got sick. And uh, I had to sort of cancel the tour a little bit and um, go look after her. She was she was in quite a bad way. And then the NHS saved her, but she was uh, very close to death. There was a little bit of traumatic stuff going on there. And I had to sort of work out what the fuck was going on with me. I had to write another album. I had to get another tour going on. I had to do a thing. So this this one was written under sort of uh, quite extreme circumstances of, of uh, stress and just life it's just life it's not a problem all of it's absolutely fine um still got a mum so happy about that and uh and yeah I've, and I've still got my career which is always nice uh so so this is me sort of getting back on it after after a big hectic moment uh and so I thought yeah I've become a little bit wiser as a result of all these little things all these little st- all, the, all these little um uh obstacles and and challenges. That's the word, isn't it? Challenges. That's what we use these days. There were challenges. And I thought, okay, I need to write this album. I need to, um, I want it to be the one where I hopefully make some sort of statement about how we can do it. I know life seems a little bit hard at the moment. We can fucking do it though. We can all do it. This is a, this whole album is about being wise and wisdom's all about journeys. It's not about knowing the answers straight away. When someone asks you a question, the best answer is always, I don't know. Let's find out. Um, and uh, yeah, this this one's sort of about sort of starting in one place. It's a three-part little album. It starts in one place, and hopefully by the end of it, we get to uh, the possible endings of that journey. Uh, so it starts off with pragmatism. We look at where we are right now. You know, there's a climate crisis going on. The far right are definitely rising. If you are... If you look at any sort of news or politics at the moment, um, but also we're at a point where we can make a change to those things. We are we are in control. It's not out of our control yet. So uh, so it starts off with a, a song that is about sort of the the nuances of <laughs> of of this the situation we're in right now. It's the the pragmatic view of uh, the rise of the far right, the climate change. Uh, thing we have to do and and just the the future generations we have to fight for right now um so obviously i've called this song shit sandwich this is a shit sandwich Behold the shit sandwich It's a couple of slices of shit With some shit spread in between It's not my shit sandwich I don't like shit sandwiches Whomever this shit sandwich belongs to Should come clean 
find them, I'll make them eat it. And they'll say yum yum, but they won't mean it. Nobody likes shit sandwich. Why'd you make a shit sandwich? <gasps> This is a shit sandwich. Making a stench inside of my fridge. I had a yogurt in there, and now it tastes of shit. It's not a poopanini or a turd linguini. It's just a white bread run of the mill. Sandwich made of shit. Whoever made it had better claim it, saying that's my favorite. That's the shit I'm craving. If you make a shit sandwich, you better be prepared to eat it. <gasps> shit sandwich isn't it uh on the drums there was dave allen from episode four of the hobo sabian podcast and uh dan parkinson plays the uh the little little keyboard at the end there as well which is uh which is quite nice um and that was your kazoo solo for the for the album uh so i got that out of the way straight away uh then uh we move on into the people that made the shit sandwich uh which are a thing called billionaires and millionaires uh you know how billionaires and millionaires care about everyone so much that they want all the power so that they can make sure they can give us all the things we want and need like hospitals schools uh you know social care all that sort of stuff well luckily they've started a uh a whole movement of of uh politics now thank god billionaires and millionaires have got involved in politics um and the implementation of infrastructure Uh, so I thought, okay, and then and during this album, the the Brexit Party rose to prominence in the EU elections, and um, and and I thought that was quite an interesting name, isn't it? The Brexit Party. Imagine what sort of party 
the Brexit party would have. And then, unfortunately, my mind fell apart into horrible images um, <laughs> of of Anne Widdicombe being used as the uh, the incubator for a whole new breed of Britain, um, <laughs> pure blood Britain. So, uh, so yeah, this song was not very nice, but I thought I'd you know it's a party though, so let's make it as a party. So I wrote this song in my head with uh, with uh, Whitney Houston's "Yeah, I Want to Dance with Somebody." And uh, that was the uh, that was the song I danced to. I remember, uh, I think I fancied Rachel Tolbert at school, and I remember dancing at the school disco to this this song, uh, the Whitney Houston song, not the Brexit Party song. And uh, yeah, and I remember it being the best song in the world. So so I uh, I thought yeah I'll I'll try and emulate that for the Brexit Party song. Um, I'm so sorry about this one. We're having a party. It's a Brexit party, brace yourselves, it's gonna get weird. Late at night in a secret room, underneath everywhere the spoons, they congregate and prostrate themselves to Lord Farage. They all start on their hands and knees And take a shit on democracy And set it on fire And cram it back into their eyes Getting high, getting drunk, getting naked St. George's sex toys getting lubricated One half a vote, this is how they celebrate it They love their country and don't care if they break it Whittacombe reclines on a pile of coats Spreading ready for the patriots Who queue up and wait to inseminate their queen Nigel says that in nine months time She'll give birth to the golden child Whose bloodline's divine And will help to define their creed Getting voters wound up frustrated Until Putin is masturbating Getting fucked up on fear and hatred Fingers crossed that hands of you laden With a little bit of Russian money You two can decimate an entire country With a little bit of Russian money You two can decimate an entire country With a little bit of Russian money You two can decimate an entire country With a little bit of Russian money You two can decimate an entire country Serious at politics Now we have a woman What sang in box fears We're not just some school kids Grooming simple dickheads You see We're just a band of people's Millionaires World renowned for how much We care for the sick And the poor elderly And their property 
the party of constant outrage Denying climate change and curing the gays You play the rats and we'll play the plague We're gonna party like we will be obeyed You don't have to be mad to work here But everybody's mad who works here You don't have to be bad to work here But everybody's bad who works here You don't have to be rich to work here But everybody's rich who works here You don't have to be evil to work here But everyone is evil who works here With a little bit of Russian money You two can decimate an entire country With a little bit of Russian money You two can decimate an entire country With a little bit of Russian money You two can decimate an entire country With a little bit of Russian money You two can decimate an entire country With a little bit of Russian money You two can decimate an entire country With a little bit of Russian money You two can decimate an entire country We're having a party It's a Brexit party Brace yourselves I just said I'm so sorry about this before I played that song. And I just realised that's exactly what Joe Wiley did once to System of a Down. I'm not Joe Wiley, and neither are you. Okay, so then we move on to the people that think the billionaires and millionaires are actually the people that should be uh, in charge of the hospital schools and, uh, you know, social structures and all that. And um, uh, and we th- who the fuck does that? Who sits there and looks at themselves and goes, oh, yeah, I'm definitely one of the, uh, you know, sort of, I, I belong with the upper echelon of the richest and most powerful in the world. And you realize that they're the people that have, they're playing the game of it. They're not, you know, they're playing the, the acquisition of stuff which is exactly what the rich people sort of tell you to, that is the, the, the guide, the benchmark of success is, how much shit you got? Oh, loads. Oh, you're one of us. Um, and the billionaires and millionaires spend a lot of time uh, trying to get those people to vote for them. And then they do it because they, they basically go, well, we're rich, so therefore we must be successful and extremely smart. It doesn't mean we're cunning um, or thieving or lying or cheating. Um, it just means we're extremely smart and, and the most moral uh, bastions of everything in the world. We are, we are the, uh, we're the elite in heart. We love you more than anyone. So I thought, who the fuck is that guy? And I realized I spend so much time in my car and I see these guys every day. You know, they're the, I see them every day. Uh, and I, this song's been, been percolating for a while, ever since I had a smart car. Um, <laughs> this song's this song's been out there. This song's called Massive Car. He's got a massive car. It barely fits down tiny roads. A massive car. It seems that everywhere he goes, people are so close to him, and he beats his tiny horn. Massive car. 
It keeps his ego nice and safe A massive car Hand washed and waxed on Saturdays By those Polish guys Who are actually Latvians He voted leave He loves his country And he loves sovereignty Whatever that means If you give him an inch He'll take a mile And complain he's only got a mile And he's such a tiny heart And mind He's such a massive car Massive car with a hyper macho name, a massive car. Bruce, he's a wealthy alpha male. It's a Ford Guantanamo patriot, death merchant, eco leaf terrorist, Trump. An angry wife with a tiny little dog. She laughs at him, picking up tiny doggy locks from the backseat, and he wishes she was dead. They've got some kids, but he hates them cause they are communists Who all vote Labour, fight for equality and diversity And our one planet ecology They say, Dad, you're such a fossil fool You're such a massive car anyone actually like him but the answer's too painful then he dies placed in a box with pennies on his dead eyes at the funeral everyone tries to cry but their eyeballs stay dry and they lie he was such a great guy but they're actually kind of glad he's dead he's such a massive waste of time and resources he's such a massive nightmare for the Planet. He's such a massive car driver So that brings us to the end of part one of Hobo Sapien uh, The idea is, is that the first part is very much about the, the shit sandwich Who made the shit sandwich and who supports the shit sandwich and then it's about whether, okay, you ask the question of yourself. Do you want to eat the shit sandwich or do you want to change the shit sandwich and, and move on? Uh, I've chosen to change the shit sandwich and move on into a, a brighter future. Uh, the way I have to do that is to 
uh, do everything that's the opposite of that guy, basically, and massive car. I have to be the opposite of him. I have to be a not a fossil fool. Uh, so I need to divest myself away from, from fossil fuels, which is fucking hard work. Uh, but I'm doing it. That's the idea. I still drive a car, which is hard work, and I still make some CDs and stuff like that. Um, but the idea is to try my best to uh, to have the smallest impact on things. You know, I'm, I meet very rare these days and uh usually given to me and uh i eat a lot of vegetables and stuff like that i'm trying I'm, tr- I'm trying basically i'm trying my best and uh so part two is about that part of it you know it's about being the opposite of the people that are causing the shit sandwich um and uh so that's that's where where this goes um and then i realized i had to sort of cover my ass a bit because the music industry is fucking terrible isn't it you know, there's there's nothing quite like someone getting on stage saying, yeah, we need to save the planet and then climbing into a plane and then selling, you know, getting a big gold disc for selling hundreds of thousands of CDs, which are if they come in a jewel case, that's actually four pieces of separate, completely unreusable plastic, uh, <laughs> you know, and just like fucking, you know, we need to talk about it, basically. So I thought I'll write a song in the way that I do. It's an uncomfortable song. Um, with uh, wonderful jokes, you'll laugh because you're you're it makes you uncomfortable. But the first song is called "Imagine a Sea Turtle." Deep in the ocean, there's a little sea turtle choking to death on an old tape of John Lennon's "Imagine." There's a lemur in the trees. Who's coughing and sneezing on the fumes of a burning copy of Earth Song by Michael Jackson? Elton John flew 20 times around the world singing, Hey, that's the circle of life. And millions of bees are now all deceased. From the chemicals used to make Nazi Morrissey salad And there's a whale somewhere out there With a gastrointestinal tear Caused by a DVD of David Attenborough's BAFTA and Emmy Award winning series Blue Planet I see toxic landfill full up to the brim With Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World And deep in the ocean there's a little sea turtle Choking to death on an old tape of John Lennon's Imagine Yeah, it's quite desperate, that song, isn't it? But the reason for that is because, I, you know, we we need to talk about it, first of all, but but also we also need to work out a way to move through things. And so to get myself away from plastic, I've actually made a vegetable version of 
the album is, is so i've got a cd and a vd which is the vegetable disc um it's a it's a card with some stuff in it and also a download code in it so you can still own the music you can make a cd if you need to um but uh but the idea is to still support the artist which um always grateful for thank you so much and also uh and to move us into a new sort of way of of doing music i mean it's 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 cheaper to move around it's got the a lower carbon footprint you can throw it over your shoulder if you're drunk one night and it will just it will rot down it won't uh it won't stay in the ground for thousands and thousands of years um so so at least there's that i'm taking that bit off of you that's i'm taking that guilt off you know that thing when you move house and you got a load of CDs and you just go, oh, I'll just bag them up and I'll just throw them down the charity shop where they won't sell them and they'll end up skipping them. Um, or you you throw them or you take them down the recycling center and you feel a bit guilty and they, you say, what, what do I do with these? And they say, nothing, they're just plastic. Um, you know, at least you got that. And when people now ask me for vinyl, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, but but uh, but yeah, moving through music and moving through the way we do things is the only way to actually get this done. It's our only way to change the shit sandwich until it's a nice sandwich that we want to eat. And um, uh, so, so I've done that, and um, I've, that's been brewing for a while. I wrote a song back in 2011 about plastic and feeling my legacy in the future in thousands of years' time. Uh, and I thought I'd, I'd reuse it and put it on this album. Uh, it hasn't been in the 40 album canon before. Uh, it's, it's called a Future Dick. In the year 3013 on an episode of something like Time Team, they'll be digging a hole to find a story untold, and I'll be in trouble. They'll find a bag made of polythene on the side. It's addressed to Grand Sharky inside. They find chunks of polystyrene A sight they find so obscene They puke everywhere And they'll surmise That I am an arsehole Brimming with spine For the future of humanity but that's just not me So in my defence I bought a brand new washing machine To help the economy and to get my rancid clothes clean I unwrapped it with glee And plumbed it in with a squee And started my washing Around my feet, polystyrene and bubble wrap I bagged it up and threw it out with the other crap I didn't know what to do I didn't think it through So I packed 
the future thou paints a picture of me Killing the planet deliberately Robot Tony Robinson will call me a dick And the other robots will agree and call me a dick future dick um i love playing that song live because i get the audience to call me a dick in a robot voice and that's always someone who just goes dick um which (laughs) which which i quite like they're just no robot voice whatsoever they just call me a dick loudly and aggressively straight there and then um (laughs) it always makes me laugh uh so then uh I, i i also wanted to talk about actually doing things you know this is this is part of part of this album is to to uh, as part of my journey is is to go from the shit sandwich the people that make the shit sandwich the people that support the shit sandwich and how i can change the shit sandwich and then actually fucking doing it that's the next stage of any good intention isn't it is to go do you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna lose weight and then you try and lose some weight um you know you've actually got to go to the gym and do that bit so um so this is me doing that as well. There's uh, and and I wrote a song about that back in 2000. This is the first song I ever wrote on a double bass, um, and it's it's not been on one of the 40 albums. So so I thought I'd reuse it. There's also no shame in reusing things. That's the that's the way I see it. I have re-recorded it. Don't get me wrong, uh, but this is a song about how everyone joined in with the Arab Spring. Do you remember the Arab Spring when everyone was sort of really excited about uh, Egypt rising up and overthrowing their dictatorships and you know, there was the, the, all the crowds in Tahir Square and, and, you know, some people lost their lives to sort of change change their shit sandwich, essentially, and uh, take control of it. And uh, and I used to live in Egypt when I was a kid, so I have a little bit of an affinity with Egypt. But at the same time, I was sort of joining in on Facebook and I realised I was being a bit of a dick um, by thinking that was actually enough to do stuff like that. So, so this song's called My Role in the Arab Spring. I was here with the 
gastric flu when I heard the news that the pharaoh was going to fall. Sat on the bog, I read the Facebook blogs, Egypt's rallying call, go slaves. I like to show my support for democracy's plight, but sat there in my rancid air, something inside me just didn't feel right. It wasn't the flu that just made me poo. Is this the course of human evolution? To save me from wiping before I join a revolution? Whilst people were dying, I thought I had done my bit. But all I did was like a fucking Facebook page. In reality, I hadn't done shit. Except for the obvious one in this story. I'll make a pledge, I'm gonna think before I like it A new experience, I swear I'm gonna try it first Everyone's liking, no one's loving it Which makes us collectively weak So if a cat looks like Hitler, like it when your Prime Minister needs to resign, get off your ass. If your friends' kids are making cakes in the videos, yeah, like it. But when, you know, the planet needs saving, get off your ass. Oh's. So I just decided to get off my asshole, and that's that's the way I'm changing my shit sandwich. I don't know about you. Uh, so then we move into the third part, the last part. The last part is actually um, two alternative endings, if you want to see it that way. Uh, there's uh, there's two options we have here. Like I say at the beginning, we're 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 at a point now where we can change things. We can we can make things really good. We can make things amazing for future generations and for ourselves. It requires a little bit of sacrifice. It requires a little bit of work, a little bit of consciousness. It requires a little bit of um, tricky decision-making and also acceptance. Uh, there's, there's, there's a lot to do with it, but that decision there can make things fucking amazing for so many people. Um, or there's the option where we do nothing and we let the billionaires and millionaires who do care about us, don't get me wrong, they do drive ambulances, don't they? Um, you know, and they'll, they'll take control. And then what we've seen when billionaires and millionaires have been in control of countries before is uh, people start to disappear when they take the piss or write the wrong song about them, you know, and people start to 
you know, sort of uh, public execution. Well, you know, the first one's shocking, but by the 20th, it's like, well, that's that's the way that is. Let's try not get executed. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just saying we're 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 teetering on the edge of that sort of vitriolic uh, rhetoric at the moment, and and we've seen societies go into it before, and we know that that is the case. So we're here right now. The choice is ours. So so we're facing extinction, or we're not. Uh, so these are the two different options of it. The first one's called Pandas. This was on an album called Beasts that I did with the lovely Dave Allen, who played drums uh, all over it. We played a, we, we, it was me playing my bass and him playing drums. And we wrote a load of songs that, uh, well, we wrote a load of tunes. There was no lyrics in it. And no one really listened to that album. I've, I've checked. And, uh, <laughs> and, and we only played it three times because of my touring schedules and, and Dave's wonderful work. Um, so, so we, we've only played it three times. I'd love to play it more. It's, it was, it's a fantastic experience. I love playing with him, but right at the end of it, I decided to throw in a song called pandas. Um, and this song was actually originated with, uh, Stu Blakelidge from the sweet chunks band. We stood outside a, a club one night and, uh, we said we should, we should write a song, a fuck song for pandas, you know, because they're on the endangered list, aren't they? You know, we should try and write a sexy song for them to get them in the mood. And then, uh, then I checked and found out they're not on the endangered list anymore. They've literally, they've fucked their way out of extinction. Yeah, with a little bit of encouragement, you know, and someone patting their bottoms every now and then or whatever and, and all sorts of other techniques. But, but yeah, there's more pandas in the world than there was when we all thought that the pandas were going to die. So, so that's, that's pretty good. So it's so, so sort of a victory story, really. This is uh, Pandas. <laughs> said I love you for the rest of our lives which won't be that long unless we get it all we face extinction lest we make love tonight I gotta get close to you so come share my bamboo our keeper's anxious for us to have sex she's checked that I'm sound desperate and I know that's not cool but time's running out for you to put out it's a dire situation but I swear it's the truth I wouldn't lie to you just to do the hump hump with you I'll sing your songs I'll dance with you tender and sweet we'll laugh till we're sick then our black eyes will meet I'll try not to scratch you Whilst we're between the sheets But it's just
The next morning, she lays on my chest. Our duty done. I think she had fun. Giggly breakfast, check the endangered list. And we're not on there. We're high five in the air. Quicker than expected, but that's no complaint. We overcame our with Dave Allen and me and also Rob Bartholomew on the amazing saxophone solo and Dan Parkinson on the wonderful electronic keyboard piano. Um, we had so much fun recording that. Uh, yeah, it needed to be out there more. That's, that's the way I've seen it. People like that song. The people, you know, the people that actually heard it, they said, Pandas is a really good song. You should do more with it. So I have. I've reused it. I've put it on this album. Uh, and then I'm going to reuse another song for, for the other part of the ending of it um this was written for man school man school i only performed about five times before i had to go and sort of give up the tour a little bit so so this was a song where man school was all about asking men to be better it was all about sort of trying to help men push through our fucking hang-ups that make us really shit you know there's there's a there's a thing there's this it's the patriarchy essentially but it's it's we sit there going, nope, I, nothing's going in my body. No, nothing's going in my arsehole. Uh, there's, you know, you know, everyone should be, everyone should fuck off. And climate change is shit. And, you know, it's all this bollocks, macho bullshit. And I thought I'd write a whole album to sort of get to the end of that uh, to stop them becoming fascists. Uh, and then right at the end, uh, the fascists come for me. It's like this little musical, and uh, and I thought I'd better write an insurance policy against fascism. Uh, so this is the other alternative to not doing good things. Uh, this is when the millionaires and billionaires sign that order to say, yeah, get Grant Sharkey. Uh, so this is called Before You Kill Me. Before you kill me I just have to say I'm white and I'm British And I'm male and I'm straight I travel the country Playing my bass singing songs I've got about 800 quid In my account I'm supported by the people that I meet around And I'll be working my ass off Till my body gives out Then I'll be gone I don't believe in God But I'm trying my best to not be a dick between right now and my death But the far right are rising and the planet's a mess So I'm singing out 
I'll cry, spit, and shout until my final breath. Before you kill me like the traitor I am, I was only asking you to be a better man, and I'll try and support you any way that I can. I've got your back. I know it's not easy as societies change. I know it's so easy to fall into rage, but I know you have it in you to be honest and brave. I've got your back. I used to be angry, but now I am kind. Cause kindness is much harder to reach down and find. But kindness is the fuel that we need to be wise. And wisdom's the thing we'll need to survive before we run out of time. Before you kill me, I just have to say I'm white. And I'm British, and I'm male, and I'm straight. I travel the country, playing my bass, singing songs. So it ends with a gunshot. That's not the way I really want things to end. I would like it to end with us fucking our way out of extinction. That would make more sense. So that's Hobo Sapien, the album. That's the journey. It's the journey I want to go on, and it's the journey I'm on. And I'm liking it. I'm loving it. Thank you so much to everyone that's bought the album so far and supported me and what I do. And thank you so much to the people involved in it. Uh, Obviously, I've got to thank Dan Parkinson, the guy who records all the albums and puts in so many funny ideas and so so much humor into all this. We've done this for seven years now, uh, and (laughs) we've got a few more years to go. Uh, to get to the end of the 40 album things. Uh, it was, was an, another 26 albums to go. Uh, can't wait for that. Already started writing the next one. Uh, I want to thank Dave Allen, uh, of the amazing drummer and good friend, uh, who's supplied so much uh, humor and just goodwill. He's such a lovely person, such a supportive person, that uh, I'd like to thank him for, for all of his, his work on this as well. He only does it for... Um, Balsam Biscuits, uh, if you like the Leibniz Biscuits, they're Balsam Biscuits, and we do the joke every time. Balsam Biscuit, no thanks, I'll just have the biscuits. And uh, he's uh, a wonderful man, thank you very much to him. Thank you to Rob Bartholomew for the saxophone solo on Pandas, uh, which is soaring and wonderful and deserves to be heard by more people. And uh, thanks to Leah Rumble, uh, who did the album uh, artwork she uh i went and did a life drawing course um i didn't do the course i was the model i went and did life modeling uh earlier this year because the reason for that is because it fucking terrified me the idea of being naked in front of a load of people terrified me and i thought i better do that because uh otherwise i'll never learn to grow and uh so i i did this thing where i was naked in this room uh in a church hall 
and uh, and Leah was one of the artists, and she uh, graciously chose to do my head. Uh, and she she did a, a fantastic charcoal drawing of my my head and, and face, and uh, and I, I immediately I said, please can I use that for for an album cover or something? And she said, yeah, of course. Um, so thank you so much to her for her talent and also for not uh, not focusing on the other bits. And um, so thanks for that. It's, I recommend it to anyone that's uh, slightly uh, into the idea of body confidence and all that. You realize that no one's looking at your body at all. People are looking at shadows and shapes and they're not looking at you. Uh, and it's also really hard. You start to go numb at some points. Anyway. Uh, so thank you to Leah. Thank you to Ben Deluga Kensky uh, of the band Deluga Kensky. Uh, he, I remembered many years ago he bought a CD duplication machine. So I, I knew I had to. You know, the reality of it is some people will want CDs. Some people can only play CDs. So I've made a very limited number of CDs for this album, and I've put absolute minimal um, effort and time and money into the artwork. <clears throat> I it's just me with a sharpie writing words on things. Uh, but he burnt all these CDs uh, for me and uh, didn't want any money for it. He just did it uh, out of the, the goodness of his own heart. He's a, he's a lovely man. Uh, so uh, I'll put a plug in, uh, Deluga Kensky. Uh, they've got a new album out that came out on November the 1st and they're gigging and touring again. It's very exciting. Um, so please go check out that stuff. I'll put a link in the, in the blurb. And uh, yeah, so and thank you to literally everyone who comes out to the shows and supports what I do and everyone that's trying to make the world better. This is all for you. This is all this is all part of it. It's a huge conversation. As long as we talk to each other and say it's okay, we can actually get the billionaires and millionaires to maybe uh, join us too and, and perhaps just put a little bit more humanity into the world. Uh, so, so yeah, it's, it's for that, basically. That's what the Hobo Sapien thing is about. So thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed Hobo Sapien. Please let me know what you think and whether you feel uh, joy or sadness about it. I don't know. Um, uh, and I'm, I'm more than happy to accept uh, reviews of it if you, if you really want to. Uh, it's available on Bandcamp, Spotify, all those things, blah, 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 blah. But if you do want to really support things, uh, come to a show and laugh. That's the best part. That's the best part. Laugh and throw some money in the hat. Keep me alive and we'll just carry on doing it. Our journey is wonderful. I hope your journey brings you wisdom and joy. And if it's not, let me know and I'll do whatever I can. I promise.